Hey, and welcome to the Movie Theater Time Machine Podcast. I'm your announcer, Max. Today, we got a fun one for you folks. It's The Man Who Knew Too Much, 1956. Ending Alfred Hitchcock month here in the stars, Jimmy no, Stewart. No, no, don't end it. Don't end it. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> Shut up, person that doesn't make sense in the background. Yeah. Okay, so we got here to start Jimmy Stewart and Doris Day, and uh, we're going to have a fun one here, because uh, this review is going to be about a good old time, and we have here Kaz, Nick, Dan, Jocelyn, and Bob, and uh, enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Kaz, and don't you realize that Americans dislike having their children stolen? Hey, I'm Nick, and welcome to Ambrose Chapel, home of the chapel, the shrine of the silver monkey. What? <laughs> <laughs> How could nobody ever figure out that fucking monkey statue? It wasn't that hard. I know, right? I know. Anyway. The it's three you fucking know. pieces, you fucking morons. I'm Dan, and you English intellectuals will be the death of us all. Uh, I'm Jocelyn. Sorry we were gone so long, but we had to pick up Hank. <laughs> I'm Bob, and uh, you know what I was just thinking, Dan? Here we go. Dan, do you know, what? Dan, do you know what I was just thinking? No, but I have a feeling I'm going to find out. <laughs> I, I was wondering, Dan, is your garden full of snails, Dan? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of a problem. Yeah? It's kind of a problem. The back garden is just chock full of snails. Is it? Have yeah. you ever tried snails, Dan? I have not. I have not tried snails. Why not? I don't know. They're gross. What? But my dog ate a slug. He did? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. That's interesting. He was very confused by it, and then he ate it. Do you think it tasted like a booger, Dan? I don't know. But why not? But why wouldn't you want to try a snail, Dan? Are you French, Dan? Uh, funny enough, yes. You're French and you haven't tried... I found tried... out recently that yes. yes I that is incredible. Wow. I mean, that, that is really... Hey, Dan, I was just wondering. I'm just going through a series of questions I just wrote on my phone. So, do, do you have your gallstones? I'm not, I don't think you're supposed to have gallstones. No? Okay. Are you? Have you ever passed gallstones? No. no. Okay. I have not felt that right. particular pain as of yet. Okay. All right. Just wanted to make sure. All right. <laughs> All right. So, you know, pizza pizza is really good, huh? Yeah. Can yeah. you pay for it in tonsils? Yeah. I was wondering, like, yeah, maybe I'd get my money back and pay for it, in, you know, like another way or pay something. Pay for it in tonsils or a gallbladder or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. I could give you, I'd give you my thyroid, but I, I lost it. How much is $10 worth Did of thyroid? Did you try under the couch? Hmm? I could. I could try that, yeah. Mm. I'm done. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that I not sequitur. I to make Dan uncomfortable. I love it so much. Let's watch Dan turn seven shades of pink. <laughs> That's why I recorded it, and you can catch it on Facebook later. <laughs> oh, look, he's magenta now. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Joss. Later, I will strike at you like a viper when you least expect it. Promises, promises. <laughs> so, this is the, uh, I wouldn't say unfortunate end, but a beautiful end to our exploration of Alfred Hitchcock. Mm -hmm. We got through nine of his movies, and actually, we did two more in the, you know, when the... Had in the past and you know, a couple previous episodes. We've done 11 out of what is possibly Googled it like 148 films. Damn. You possibly. May, you may notice that this is the second The Man Who Knew Too Much that yeah. we've reviewed because this.
This is a remake from 1956, and the other one we did for Peter Lore Month was from uh, 34? 34? Yeah. It was 34, yeah, this was 56. So much shade was thrown. It's, it's, yeah. Hitchcock threw so much shade yeah. at the previous one. Yeah. And I, we did not remember the previous one at all. I couldn't recall it. It was I, so memorable. I, yeah, I, 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 I was couldn't. That good, yeah. Huh? yeah, it was over a year ago, too, but we yeah. had to... Look it up, and then I was like, "Wait, the the last one took place in Switzerland, and there was like a shooting contest." And then you go, "Wait, we watched this one." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I said. I'm like, "Wait a minute, this was like I would remember this one a lot more." Yeah, yeah. Because this is this is a lot more interesting. Yes, yes, this is Jimmy Stewart. That's yeah. true. And Doris Day. Yeah. And, and Doris Day. Yeah. And Tank Girl loved her, so you know I have you know I have a reason to, <laughs> to go for it. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Tank Girl's an underrated movie. It is. Very underrated. I love it. It is. It is very good. Yes. <laughs> it is very good indeed. Oh, Penny, good job. Ice yeah. tea as a, as a mutant kangaroo. Ice tea as a mutant kangaroo. Yeah. <laughs> You've never seen Tank Girl, have, have you, Bob? I have to watch that. Now. Yes, you do. Yeah. I've heard of it, but I never actually watched it. I so. Bizarre yeah. and amazing. A hologram headed Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> yeah. If I remember right, like I saw this uh, that in the theaters, like it got halfway through and it realized what it was and just went off the Oh, yeah, it, it's oh, yeah. completely off kilter. Yeah, it's amazing. It, yeah. Especially yeah. The, music no the musical number. That's, what, yes. that's yes. where the movie just kind of went, you know what? Fuck it, we're done. And yeah. it's based off a comic. It's, yeah. based, it's based off a comic book, so yeah. fuck it, we're going full comic book. Yeah, yeah. True, true. It was just, it's a, it's a crazy lot of fun. Yeah. I have to check it out. Now. Yes, you yeah, do. Yeah. I can't pretend it's a good movie. Oh, I think it's It's just a movie wonderful. I really like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's a great movie. Yeah. It's just, completely fucking bonkers, but... It's insane. Yeah. Just remember, I like stuff like Yo-Yo Girl Cops, so <laughs> my taste in movies is suspect. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. All right. So, I mean, yeah, this is the, Jesus, probably 11th Jimmy Stewart movie we've done. Something like that. Yeah, I, I lost track. He's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. He's everywhere in the shrine of the silver puka. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted in that Ambrose, uh, Ambrose Chapel scene to see a stuffed rabbit. Seriously. Somewhere. If you just saw that, I'd go, ah, ah, I know what you're doing. Like, <laughs> just, just, just to see that would have been great. Like, I think, did we, now we covered all the uh, the Hitchcock Stewart films, right? Because I'm just thinking back, we did Rope, yep. Vertigo, yep. Now, today we were doing uh, The Man Who Knew Too Much, and then there was a fourth Rear, one, Rear My Brains. Rear Window. Rear, Rear Window, window. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't so, yeah, that was, yeah. Damn it. Bummer. Yeah, at some point I want to do a Jimmy Stewart month. Have we run out of movies? Yeah. Have we run out of Jimmy Stewart movies? No, 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 oh god, no, no, no. He's done like I think. I know. I was joking. Yeah, I know. It's a lot. Yeah, he's. Yeah. You still have all. You have a. Uh, like at least uh, half a dozen good western films he put out. Oh yeah. Uh, Far County, Far yeah. Country. Oh wait a minute. Uh, I've never Jimmy seen him in a western. Three. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen him in a western. Yeah. Yeah. Let me get him with. Uh, well, uh, well, 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 partner. I can't picture him as a cowboy. <laughs> yeah, well, you think what we're gonna do is just go ahead and shoot the bull, right? Howdy, <laughs> 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 everyone. What are we doing today? <laughs> My name is McKenna. <laughs> Benjamin McKenna, partner. Well, well howdy, y'all. <laughs> yeah. No, he wouldn't spit. He's too clean. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone 
that would be a very big surprise if he did that, and I'd be like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's too clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, who are you, and what have you done with Jimmy? Yeah. <laughs> Every poker game would turn into go fish <laughs> as soon as he walks in the see, bar. Oh, he's and not so straight edge, it's sad. See, not because he's straight edge, because he just doesn't understand poker. <laughs> is he easily rustled? It's like he just doesn't know how to play. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna talk to my broad like that. <laughs> Were you about to make a uh, Russell your Jimmy's joke? Yes, <laughs> I, I did. It's like, wait, hold on, click, click, click. I get it. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I just, I just uh, Philip J. Fried it myself. So, <laughs> uh, wait, hold on, I just had one of those things, like yeah. a headache with pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Migraine? <laughs> no, no, no. It's not about. Oh, a thought. I had a thought. <laughs> Get a headache, a with, headache with pictures. Yep. Oh man. Well, this is considered one of the uh, the five lost Hitchcock films. That includes Rear Window, Rope, The Trouble with Harry, and Vertigo. Among them, they were all those movies almost, we've seen. All the yes. movies we watched. We basically watched the five lost ones. Yeah. Seems to be a theme. So, unavailable for thirty years. Uh, until their rights were brought back, were bought uh, back by Hitchcock, and then this one in particular was released by Universal Pictures in '83, and then from there every format on home release that came out from VHS to DVD to Blu-ray, not yet 4K. Universal has progressively been putting them out. Um, Hitchcock I, I and Stewart was... actually had the owned the production company that put the film out, so they are in. I thought it was the rights to it. I thought it was Paramount that had this one first. It was Paramount. And then, and now Universal has it, I believe. Yeah, they they released it it under the first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just I was I remember reading up on trivia last night and I saw Paramount a lot and you just said Universal. I'm like, hold on, timeout. Yeah. No, no. All right. Yeah, the production company for this one was called. Uh, Phil White or Phil Whitty, depending on how you pronounce it, spelled F I L W I T E. Uh, it was owned by Hitchcock and Stewart. Uh, originally, it was going to be released uh, with uh, Doris Day as part of the company, but uh, the deal was hampered because Doris's husband at the time, Martin Melcher, was apparently a shady character and bad news in Hollywood, so. They opted against including her in the final deal, so the uh, film studio was, uh, the production was put together with uh, Hitchcock and Stewart, and Doris Day got screwed big time. Yeah. Because Wait, her on. husband was a douche. Hold on, a bad person in Hollywood? No. No, I know, right? I know. Such shenaniganry. <laughs> How could that be? Indeed, indeed. <laughs> So. Yeah, uh, and um, did anybody catch the cameo? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. I actually had to go back and look it up and see where it was. See, I, yeah, I, had, I had to look it up at first, and it said during the scene with the acrobats. I'm like, all right, acrobats, acrobats, acrobats. Yeah. Let's watch for acrobats. Oh, there he is. Hmm. Yeah, there's he, Waldo. I mean Hitchcock. There he is. Yeah. There, there he is. is. I found I found him. There he is. <laughs> and it's not like you see any like real characteristic of him. You just see his back. Yeah. yeah, and he's not even that big in no. this either. No, not in '56. No, no. I, um, I still think his North by Northwest uh, cameo was the best, where he got shot out of the bus. That was yes. <laughs> that was my favorite. Where he tries to run into the bus and he gets shot out. It's like, damn it, it's like, sucks to be you, Hitchcock. <laughs> sucks to be you in your own damn film directing yourself. <laughs> sucks. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, there's a lot of good in this one, and it's just this. Uh, it's a very straightforward. Yeah. It's but it it, it it plays on emotions. Yes. Okay, my child is missing. Yes. I'm going to get him. Where is Liam Neeson when you need him, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, seriously. At that point, Oh, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> You're just thinking of fantasy casting for taking if it was Jimmy Stewart instead of Liam Neeson. I'm a very particular set of skills. <laughs> I can sing, I can dance, I can act, I can play every voice, and I, you're probably just going to hear me. <laughs> You'll yeah. know it's me if I'm talking. <laughs> now, see, Please I'm not, give me back, my child. Okay, I'm going to go the other way around. <laughs> I want to see... Good. I want to see Liam Neeson doing a uh, Jimmy Stewart impression. Because <laughs> no matter what accent he puts on, it is always his still vaguely has his like Irish accent. No matter what character he's supposed to be, he's still vaguely Irish. Yeah. That's the Connery effect. No matter what. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep. It was yeah. like yeah. That's Especially Connery. when he's yep. playing a Spaniard in him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's like, wait, hold on, you're what? You're Spanish? Yeah. Your name is Ramirez. Yeah. Uh, uh. Ramirez. <laughs> I was just watching The Hunt for Red October recently, and he's supposed to play a Russian, and you're like, it, no. He tries to utter a few words in Russian. He's just like, no, you don't pull it off at all. No. Then the film says, fuck it, and then you just go into like, well, let's all speak English now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. They're just like, yeah, the hell with it. Nobody cares. Well, it's like it's like any given Tom Cruise movie where he's supposed to have an accent. He he tries for like the first third of the movie and then just gives up. Yep. Like he pretended to have a uh, German accent for the first yeah. 40 minutes of Valkyrie and then it just kind of went away yeah yeah, yeah true <laughs> true um is it have any of you seen I know I think I think we started with sub have you seen uh, Ted 2 I haven't seen yeah. Ted, let alone Ted yeah. 2. I haven't seen either one. Yeah, Ted 2. Best use of CGI with the teddy bear yeah. ever. See, ever I really film. like Seth MacFarlane. I'm not the biggest fan of... Uh, a family guy? Of, no, not a family yeah. guy. I mean, family yeah. guy is what it is. Um, yeah. No, uh, Mark Wahlberg. I'm not, well, he kind of annoys he, the piss out of me. So Some I, rules, yeah. Mm-hmm. At the very beginning of Ted 2, there is a cameo appearance by Liam Neeson. <laughs> Is sitting in the store and just wanting to like questioning whether tricks are it's okay for him to buy tricks. There he's like, it says these are for kids. No one's gonna come after me, right? There he's like, <laughs> no man, you're cool, you're cool. Hey, it's good, you know. Don't worry about it. You're good. It's, these are mine. Okay. At the very end of the don't film. Give it a, oh, okay. You want to give it away? Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll give it away. Yeah, right. but it's, just, it's not going to spoil the whole movie. Okay. The very end of the film, he comes back into the store, just beat the shit, just puts the tricks back on the cash register. And leaves. That's what you call a brick joke. <laughs> it just it says nothing. But it's. I don't know how we got into that, but still, it's just damn funny. It's yeah, but it's still like he just he's trying to be like, you know, it's Liam Neeson being sympathetic and scared. Like I'm scared. Like <laughs> I don't know, I'm scared early. And like it's the same as you with Jimmy Stewart too. It's like he only has one emotion. Of, yeah, I'm Jimmy Stewart. Like <laughs> she had a really good I am reaction. Who I am. Like I was sitting there and I were watching it last night and. Mm. The part where, you know, he's trying to explain to her that their kid's been kidnapped. Yeah. 
And he's really he taking the roundabout way of telling her. Yeah. Like, take and these he, pills because you're going to need first. them. Yeah. yeah, he roofies her first. And then he's like, okay, uh, our son's been kidnapped. She has the pretty proper reaction yeah. of someone just finding out that their kid is missing. Yeah. He does not. No. He is way too freaking calm. Yeah. It's like, now I'm thinking to myself, did he not like the little bastard? Like, what is going on here? They were, they were, there was like, both of them were, they had this very dark way about themselves. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the film, like, it doesn't present it, but if you really focus on the scene where they talk about uh, what's paying for what uh, when they're walking through that marketplace, yeah. and then, oh, he, he does, he uses sedatives or roofies basically to, like, Shut her the hell up and to not, calm, yeah, to calm her down dark. because she's going to she's going there, to have a bad reaction. To yeah, this. no. Yeah, I have look. some thoughts on that when we get to that scene as to why that happened. Being <laughs> that I know a lot of medical people, mm-hmm. but it's a. And I'm also kind of curious yeah. as to what it was in yeah. the 50s. What the fuck did you give her? Oh, probably quaaludes. Probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. She was knocked on her ass. Yeah, and also you're I'm in the. I'm gonna go sleep now. She's yeah. I love the fact that, he, that she said to him, you told me to stop taking those because you didn't want me to have a problem. Yeah. Well, no, I'm their doctor. I'm a doctor. I can I tell make you a living out of this. Even more concerning was the precursor to that was the fact that she says, are we about to have our monthly argument? I'm like, ooh, that's not good. <laughs> You're in a different country. This is yeah. a bad time to have yeah, an argument. Yeah, right. It's not Yeah. I was like, is, is that some kind of period joke? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't even pick that it, up. It, it, might have been, yeah. it very well may have been. Well, she oh, brought man. it up, so he didn't bring it up. She yeah. did. But in, um, yeah, that's true. And it's also like, he, he got the pills, he either kept them on him just right. in case. He had a ton of pills. You see all the pills he had? Yeah, yeah, a bunch a, of them. A damn CD Kiss. packet of pills, man. Yeah. He it up, I'm like, wow. In case somebody yeah. screams, is there a doctor in the house? He can say yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's true, actually, because for a long time with American doctors, so they had, if, if you were a doctor, you had to have MD on your license plate. Mm-hmm. So if you if you didn't stop at a at a um, for good reason somebody found out if you didn't stop at a car accident you could get fined. Yeah, because wow. you're supposed yeah. to. It's the the, the yeah. Hippocratic Oath yeah. thing, you know. It was like up to the mid '90s, I believe. They finally just said, okay, you know, maybe you're going to a hospital. Maybe if there's yeah, something, if maybe you're something going else to something is there. Else, yeah. yeah. Basically, it was way too hard to police. But you know, it just they couldn't it couldn't do it, and they're like, okay, we'll just let that go. But it was yeah, so probably yeah, he probably had a lot of those pills. Because immediately I'm thinking at first like, well, he's in Marrakesh. Like, who did he see in an alleyway? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. I gotta shut my wife up. You got anything? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, these will do the trick. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very good. So, so Batman. I got has, these from a puka. <laughs> Batman has his bat belt with all of his necessary tools. And yep. Stuart the doctor's like, here's my pill case, and he opens up like this fucking. Also, can I point out that blow gun and darts? Jimmy. Stewart was a very tall man. Yeah. Everybody else in this movie was not. Yeah. So yeah. he stuck out like a fucking sore yes. thumb yeah, everywhere he, did. he went. He did, yeah. It's like you looking at a crowd for Jimmy. Oh, there's Jimmy. <laughs> he's right there. He's yep. standing head and shoulders above anyone yeah. else. Yeah. yeah, he's eye to eye with the acrobats. Yes. Just looking like, Especially oh, there he is. <laughs> hey, so, you're going to get up here or what? So that explains his amazing t- talent of, I won't give much away, but by uh, actually blending in with a giant pole. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, so that's that his Spider-Man effect. He's like, 
just hunched down and Damn, I you couldn't see him. Where is he? Oh, it's like, oh, look, I'll hide the nine foot man behind this pole. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah, it was like, uh, no one will ever see him. <laughs> Huh. What are you doing here? <laughs> Where's my cat? <laughs> All right. So now I think it's a good time more than that. Why don't we just take a little pause? We'll tell you a little bit more about 4041 Media. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Now lastly, we have our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash mttm. As we said, it's always free to subscribe and share. However, anything you can donate would certainly be appreciated. Thanks so much and back to the show. And we're back! Will you take our kid? <laughs> Please. That would require us to have a kid. Yeah. All of us, yeah. <laughs> sure. Let's let's not do that. Yeah, no, 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 no that's fine. That's fine. There's a dog. I like is my dog. Don't take my dog. Oh, don't take the dog. Never no. mind. My bad. The dog yeah. is my fur baby. You leave yeah. him alone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got that. a Tamagotchi somewhere. If anybody <laughs> wants that. You know, I had one, too. Yeah. I think I had two. <laughs> I had a collection. I was a terrible Tamagotchi mom. No, it, I was a great Tamagotchi you, mom. You had a collection. It. Come it was, on, it man. wasn't oh. even my Tamagotchi. I, I stole it from my sister. No, she got bored. A collection is not the word. I mean, you had a shrine to it. You, you a collection had, in a box and well, some merchandise. Yeah. You had an awesome website too. When Shut websites up. were what? <laughs> <laughs> you mocking what is my the website? website? I'm not mocking it at all. No. Think so? Yeah. I don't know. It was an Angel File website too. Oh, yeah. that's what I hate thinking. to say it. My tripod site is tripod site is still active. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! I would have gotten rid of it if I could remember the password. I'm actually <laughs> afraid to go back and check my live journal. It scares me. I was say Russians took over mine. I know. <laughs> yeah, Russians hacked my live journal. It's it's pretty much dead. <laughs> oh, damn! Sorry. My MySpace yeah. page. Are I wonder really what good? song's playing on it. I don't know. <laughs> Are you joking or serious? No, I'm dead He's serious. He's dead serious about it, yeah. Russians hacked my live journal, and now if you go on it, it's just some weird Russian malware thing, so oh, yeah. Okay. Don't go to my don't go to my live journal anymore. <laughs> okay. I haven't been there in <coughs> 13 Gosh, years. Something like that, yeah. It's been a long Wait, time. No, Jesus actually, no. Vuln passed... 12 yeah. years ago, so it's probably been like 11 years since I've used LiveJournal. So, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not current. 2007. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now, folks, if you're thinking, what is LiveJournal? You got to want Now, see, back in the day, before we had Facebook. Before there was a Facebook or a Twitter or any of these things, yeah. the social networking yeah. was through a, a thing called, uh, there's a few of them. There was uh, LiveJournal. There was DeviantArt. There was... Well, DeviantArt is still a thing. It's just, DeviantArt it's just, is still a thing. It's mainly where you go for furry porn. Yes. Right, yeah. Um, there was, if uh, you want to reenact that scene from The Shining, go there. Oh, what the hell is the other one? It's an anagram. Fortune? No. Gaia Space. Gaia? No, Gaia. Gaia's yeah. still up and running. Gaia's yeah. still up and running. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Guy Online. Online. Yeah. It was a thing. And there was Angel Fire, Lycos, Homestead. Geocities. Geocities. Tripod. Yes. My tripod site is still up, and I, uh, if I can remember the password, yeah. I'm going to make sure that evidence of my yeah. history goes away. Something, something Q. ICQ. 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 <laughs> yep. That was like the old school, like just like it's only slightly more user friendly than like uh, dial up BBS. Yeah. 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 Now, now everyone under thirty just turned off. Yep. So here <laughs> is like, what are they talking what about? No, they what all are just, these old people no, talking they about. They all just everyone, pulled out their phone and went, "What is this?" And everyone <laughs> over thirty went, "Hey, I got that reference." <laughs> <laughs> and here's a weird thing you might not know about me is I actually I created an Angel Fire website. It was a tribute to the band Guns N' Roses. I got an offer to be the official Guns N' Roses webmaster. Well, damn. And I'm like, oh, like, who's really good? Do you want this job? I'm like, I'm 16 years old. And they're like, oh, we're oh, sorry, but shit. really good job. And oh, man. get out there. I'm like, I don't have a life. <laughs> oh, shoot, I was 15. Oh, damn. Whoa. Oh, yeah, that was a while back. I don't have a life. That's why I'm doing a Guns N' Roses fan Yeah. Of a band that has not been good in a while. No. <laughs> hey, they put out Chinese Democracy. Don't give Which crap was crappy. Yeah. <laughs> Which was horrible. And everybody got a free Dr. Free, 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 free Dr. Free Pepper. Dr. Pepper that year. Because it was released. I did? Yeah. I didn't but, get one. But you had to know how to like figure out. Yeah. yeah. Go to the website. Oh, yeah. It was uh, like, they made it ultra hard to get it, though. Yeah. yeah. I think That's only like 15 people got it. <laughs> It's a little too much effort to go through for some mediocre soda. Yeah. <laughs> no, indeed, yeah. So are we doing a scene by scene? No, we're just doing kind of just chunk yeah, by chunk here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, a of, it's a lot of effort for mediocre soda, he says, while drinking Mountain Dew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well... So All right, instead so of Switzerland, we've got... Uh, we're in Marrakesh. Marrakesh. Morocco. Yeah. First, we get to Casablanca, and Humphrey Bogart goes, hi. Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> I saw Casablanca, really? I saw Casablanca on the side of the bus. I'm like, oh, God, no! We're going back. <laughs> Casablanca is really a good movie. Oh, it is. It's a really fantastic flick, actually. Anyway, that was episode 12. Mm-hmm. Oh. That was a very long time ago. Oh, uh, you're so... We have Dr. Benjamin, Dr. and Mrs. McKenna. Which, this is where Jimmy Stewart acts like a little bit of an asshole. Yeah. Really, like, it just, they're like, he's just like, okay, you got his wife, who's the famous Josephine, quote, Joe Conway McKenna, and their son, Hank. Vacation in Morocco. And he was there. Like, of yeah. Yeah. It was a business, he was on a business conference. Yeah, he was in a business conference in France. So let's go there. Let's go over there. Because I've been there before, something. and I'm going to yeah. show you the sites. Yeah. Yeah. I admit, I don't know all that much about, mm-hmm. like, locations of countries in mm-hmm. Europe. And I understand that going from country to country is like going from state to state here. They're really not that far apart. No. But is Marrakesh really that close to France? Yes, it's. Right south of it. Huh. Yeah. Do you have to cross water? Yes, they do. Okay. Yes, they do. Yeah, so basically, it, it was a French colony okay. at the time. This was, and you know, it, it passed really quick, but did you, you guys, did anybody get why they were going there? Because it was... 
Because they went to Rome, they went to They went Lisbon. to Lisbon, which means they went to Portugal. Yeah, um, Lisbon and then they went to and they went to Marrakesh. Yes. But specifically why they went to Marrakesh? No. No. He was stationed there in World War II. Oh, yeah, right. Yes. So at um like a hospital thing? Yeah. A field hospital. Yeah, he was there, so yeah, that's where so I'm we, like, MASH Yeah. Ooh, let's do a mashup with MASH. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, imagine Imagine when there's a movie with Jimmy Stewart and Alan Alda. Oh my god. Oh my god. The weird voices back and forth. So you're like, my friend's a puka. Well, I'll show you the stall. Let's get drunk. I can't do an Alan Alda impression, but uh, <laughs> they're both pretty nasally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go ahead and get drunk. Okay. 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 I'm like, which version of Hawkeye are we going with? Are we going for comic or maudlin? <laughs> either way, uh, either way, but not not the not the creepy first season one that doesn't hold up yeah. too. So it's, <laughs> that I was a little off. But he was stationed there in World War Two, so he's just kind of showing them around. Yeah. And it's just like it kind of got me. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be really weird. Like I'm thinking, like he knew too much. Like uh, something oh, happened in the war. He comes in just like last time I was here, this was on fire. Yeah. Or you know, like you know, something happened, or he's gonna have a flashback right. or something. No. And I'm like, oh no. No no, 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 no. Like this is gonna be weird. But what happens is they end up meeting some weird man, Louis Bernard, a French guy on the bus, after his son accidentally Ugh. tears apart a tears off a woman's face mask. Yep. Which I'm like, ooh, yeah. no. Yeah. And then the kid's was, like, what'd I do? It's yeah. like, you're in a different country, dude. Mm. You, when you're in a different country, you got to abide by what they're doing. Yeah. But, I mean, you're absolutely right. I completely agree. But the fact that, was it the bus... Did a wavering thing and he like grabbed. I mean, it, it was, was an accident. accident. It, was an accident. Yeah. it wasn't intentional. Yeah. yeah. But then everybody gets upset because there's a guy yelling at the kid. Right. Yeah. And it's like, don't get upset because the guy's yelling at the kid. Have the kid give the face mask back and explain it was an accident. Yeah. And go on your merry way. Right. I will say though, all things considered, for was it? It was just fifty-four. 56. 56. 56. Wasn't it filmed in like 55 or something? It was, yeah. But either way, for the time frame, they were actually shockingly tolerant of other religions. Yeah. They just said, it's just, it's a Muslim thing. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it, they, they, okay, they, there were tolerance of yeah. other religions. Not anymore. No. <laughs> no. No, but at the time, yes. I mean, there was, um, I think it was a comic, a, a Superman comic that came out in that era about explaining about yes about different yeah. religions and yeah. how this is how this one is and this yeah. is how this one is and yeah. this is how this one is and everybody I had this yes it was it's yeah. a really good comic it's a really good read yeah um and it's it's basically explaining to kids there are all these types of religions and we have to be tolerant of everybody's religion yeah, yeah. because just because this person does this doesn't mean that it goes against yeah. you, what you think and, and things tolerance, like that. Tolerance, very... uh, was it intolerance is un-American? Was that, yeah, yeah, was yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's a really, I, really I, good I movie. had that. I, I also, had that one. I also I remember... I want to say it came out in the early 60s. Yeah. So it was, yeah. I, I also remember yeah. around that time, yeah. there was, um, there was, like, a group of, like, skinheads, white supremacists or whatever, that protested the fact that Superman was created and run by a pair of Jewish guys. And they responded with, okay, fine. Superman, in the next issue, Superman's going to beat up the KKK. Go to hell. Yeah. Did. Which yeah. I thought was great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I had that. I, I, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you're bringing back 
almost 30 year old memory as well. No, I, I really I, didn't know what I had though, neither. No. no. Damn. See, I admit I'm not the biggest fan of Superman just as a character. Yeah. But the like the history around him yeah. and all of that stuff, that stuff's fascinating. It is, yeah. It is. But I had a, I had a lot of comic books. I had a neighbor who um, his son died in the Vietnam War. Yeah. And um, he was an avid, co- his son was an avid comic book collector. And I mean, he had like so many old school stuff. And he was, his dad, you know, obviously just, you know, finally able to part with it, you know, in the early 90s was giving out his son's comics to anyone who wanted it. Here, have it, right. have it, have it. I had no idea what I had. I, I had no idea what I had. I had the. <coughs> I had the famous Spider-Man um, issue with the death of Gwen Stacy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that went out, went out at Sotheby's for like five grand or like fifty grand or something. When I was yeah, when I was still actively reading comics as a yeah. kid. Yeah, I probably I I'm pretty sure I had the ma- majority of what I had was junk, but yeah. I may very well have had a couple of valuable comics. But yeah. I was one of those weirdos that I, that read the comics, yeah. and almost none of my comic books managed to keep the cover on them because I just read them too much and they all fell off. Right? Aww. Yeah. Was that guy? Yeah. I I sold the death of Gwen Stacy to a comic book shop that is no longer here. You guys know what it is. <sighs> yeah, and Still I sold. Point, I sold. For- yeah, I sold it for twenty dollars. Oh, no. Yeah, with it, I'm like, okay, great. I can go get some food. Wonderful. And I found out it was like over $5,000 worth it. I'm like, yeah, you asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, this day, I still still hurts me. But and we're not talking about that either. But sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So, yeah, we're in Morocco. And then they meet with a French guy, Louis Bernard, who saves them. Yeah. Uh, basically, it seems friendly, but Joe's definitely suspicious because he has so many questions and evades answers. Yep. So take it to a point where they, He's you know... in the import-export business. Yeah. What do you do? Is Whatever well, makes me money. Yeah. Yeah, I was just there. He looked like a... He looked like, um... I'm trying to remember what the hell the guy's name was, but he looked like the, um... The guy from, he uh... He looked like Kumar from Harold and Kumar. The, yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. You know, especially yeah. later on when he did that, I'm like, oh, they're not going... We're not going to White Castle. I'll get into that in a second. <laughs> but the, uh, you know, so they get off and they go to the hotel and they're like, well, why don't we go ahead and have a drink? Well, I'll take you to dinner. Well, that's not fair. Well, come on, I'll take you to dinner in one of these crazy, weird Arab places. Okay. Yeah. Okay, fine. You know, we'll we'll do that. Great. But they're they're in the hotel room, and then, you know, paths start to cross. Yep. And we see this one guy who looks... He looks like a human gargoyle. Yeah. Yeah. I went with mummy. Yeah. 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 I mean, he looks like he was was carved out of clay by someone who doesn't really know how to carve anything out of clay. Oh, God. I believe he was Nosferatu in Salem's Lot. <laughs> I, if I'm not mistaken, that the French dude, or if I'm talking about the same dude as you. Yeah. Are you making a joke or are you serious? No, I'm being serious. Oh. Uh, Why not? Can be both. Yay! Can I ask why they make all kids in these oh, types of movies so yeah. goddamn annoying? Oh yeah. Now, to his credit, to his credit, it was like Hank, Dennis. Yeah. Yeah. Hank wasn't—he wasn't as bad in the annoying factor as the kid from Godzilla vs. Uh, yes, 
I will say this movie would have been vastly improved by the inclusion of Jet Jaguar. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, the, oh, it's God. Like, oh. all of these kids do the same thing. They never listen mm -hmm. to yeah. anything anybody actually says. They go off and do everything on their own, and then plot that's why they get in trouble. Yeah. Our nephew. Yeah. 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 There you go. <laughs> well, he, he has a very prestigious position in the movie of moving the plot along. Yeah. Oh, I get that. Yeah. I get though, but he, they move the plot along at, with him as a device. Mm -hmm. Right. But he is like the most like completely unobservant kid. It's like, where are you? Daddy, mommy's crying. Where are you? Why is mommy crying? Fucking kid, where are you? And I'm just sitting there going, these kids are stupid. Everyone, every child in the 50s are stupid. stupid. <laughs> Stupid movie kids. They're all fucking uh, stupid. Yeah. They drive me crazy. You, but how do you really Fucking feel? stupid children. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he's giving, like, these really weird, like, you know, this, uh, oh, look, a horse-drawn convertible. Right, it's like, oh, Yeah, it's God. like, oh, well, child. Like says, instead of saying wagon, he says, the wagon. Yeah. The wagon. I'm like, what's the wagon? Yeah. The wagon. And how old is this kid supposed to be? Because she was in France, Joe was in France doing her like musical tour like five years ago. Yeah. So you would think that if she's doing a musical tour five years ago, then she probably wasn't encumbered with a baby. Right. So how old is this child supposed to be? Because he looks like he's about eight. Yeah. So, but I think he was supposed to be I like four. I wasn't thinking about that. So yeah. I'm like, where are we on the spectrum here? <laughs> I, I just, the entire movie, I'm going, this kid's a fucking annoying little prick. And I really kind of hope nothing good happens to him. And then he gets kidnapped, and you go, oh. And he went, this he is a murder. And I was just like, good, he's not in the movie right now. <laughs> You know what, kid? I hope you get kidnapped. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't feel guilty about what I just said at all. <laughs> I love kids. Don't get me wrong. I do. I love kids. I love all of my kids. I love them all. This kid's fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I want to introduce you to my mom at some point. Because <laughs> you two are so similar. <laughs> Like, growing up, it was one thing. She's like, she told my sister and I every any moment she could that she hated kids. Yeah. She's like, no, I hate kids. I hate kids. And finally, the day I graduated high school, she sat down. She's like, I want to tell you, I always told you too. I hated kids. I hated every other kid. I love you too. <laughs> I love the both of you, but all the other kids. Oh fuck my them. god! I don't care. Why? Why? I hate your friends. Yeah. No, all the other kids. No. no. Like friends I love are all you. Hooligans. I had you. There was you know, yeah. I had you. I loved you. Everybody. <laughs> else is just fucking stupid. Yeah, but the fact that she waited until I graduated high school, like my sister's oh, yeah. old, my sister's older than I am, I, and you're just to kind of lay it all clear. Like, okay, now that you're out of the public school system, I can tell, I can level with you. Well, I was, I was, I remember being in the car with my mother and my aunt and one of my cousins, <laughs> and we were driving a Foxwood. I think I had just turned 21. Yeah. And I was sitting there and I was telling my family that I really, never really wanted kids. Like, I don't want children. Yeah. And I was 21 when I said this. So, and I've kept this, it's been 16 years and still don't have kids. There you go. Yeah. And my aunt in the back is like, 
oh, but you might change your mind. You know, this, the typical, you may yeah, change your mind Yeah, we get that too, yeah. And this and that. Yeah. <laughs> My mother turned to her and said, oh, kids are a pain in the ass. Don't have kids. <laughs> and she really looked at me. She said, don't have children. Children ruin your life. And I was like, thanks, Mom. Gee, thanks, Mom. this. <laughs> And she said, she said the same thing to my brother. Don't have children. They ruin your life. My brother has two girls. Yeah. He begs to differ, but I kind of understand her perspective the older I get. So. The, the older and more crotchety you get, yeah. the more you identify yeah. with Al Bundy. I just yeah. really so do. On a, yeah. on a real level. On a cosmic level. I never yeah. thought I would. Yeah. Yeah. There was, the comedian Louis Black said it best. Is that that you know that um, he there's uh he was talking he's like I was talking with a friend of mine and uh, you know the conversation came up about children he was just about ready to have a baby I went back and I asked my mom about having a baby saying you know oh yeah he's having kids he's having kids and she looked at me straight in the eyes and said your brother and you were enough there doesn't need to be more of you. <laughs> I've always been of the opinion one of me running around is bad enough. We don't need a miniature version that listens even less. Oh, that one, it's your nephew. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I hate to say it, but yeah. 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 He looks like you. He acts like a crazy person. Hurricane Leo. (laughs) Sweet, sweetest little boy. Yeah, and it's just. You see how clean our house is right now? (laughs) Next time he's here, it won't be this clean anymore. No, no. Yeah, and it's true. Like, you think about it with the way this kid is. Like these people are set up pretty well. She's a retired singer. No, she's not yeah, retired though because they want her to go back. At least like, she's London on she a, is. Of yeah. Sort, yeah. Like, she okay, said she so was done with London. She was done with London. She's like Kiss retired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's true. Uh, and then, and then yeah. she our final tour. She mentions again too that she wants another baby. Tour. Oh, oh, she yeah. mentions in the movie that yeah. she wants another baby. Oh, yeah. So that's. Oh, I, yeah. I am not sure, but she wants another baby. Yeah. Heck's enough, man. Yeah. See, that was what was interesting. I, I was trying to like put a lot of that together. The, the whole dynamic of their relationship, like they had these. We were just talking earlier about these dark pieces of their back and forth, and the fact they have this monthly argument. So add to that the fact that all of a sudden she's considering another baby it's like well when you loop all these uh, items together of that their their difficulty in their marriage it's like is she saying that you start wondering like what is if Hitchcock would have this like total side piece in the film with just focusing on their relationship is the whole uh, interest behind having that other baby to to help what, to save their marriage. relationship yeah. marriage I didn't you want, think there or? was any real problems with their relationship I figured once a month was a joke about you know how how little they fight or something yeah like. they don't fight that yeah. often but when they do it's gonna be a big blowout and then they get oh. over it I'm or sorry, uh, even just like oh yes we got our fight schedule <laughs> how about it I'm sorry when you said side piece I'm just like yeah she's the side piece <laughs> I'm sorry I think their relationship is a lot uh, better than uh, the last movie we saw oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the one with the vagina in the back of the neck. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, I think their marriage right. is much, uh, much more on common yeah. ground. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and even where it's like, okay, we're in our monthly fight. It's just like, okay, we're it's 
it speaks to like how a couple is very self-aware. Yes. Like, okay, if we're getting into a fight, okay, we go through it. You know, okay, we're just still we're in it for the long term. We get around it and we're done. Right. We'll you get know? it over with and, yeah. then, and then we'll go back to yeah. the way things are. Yeah. No, I just like the fact that she mentions that she <laughs> wants to have another baby and he's yeah. actually kind of surprised. Yeah. He looks a little shocked. He's like, you didn't tell me about this. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. is this where I'm going to get laid? <laughs> I can't do a Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> I try well, to do it, it doesn't work. You want to get laid? Oh, this means I'm going to get laid. Okay. Score. Uh, I sound yeah. like fucking butthead. You do. <laughs> I try. Very good butthead. I you aim. Do. I aim for Jimmy Stewart, and I land on the butthead. <laughs> that's a me- that's a swing and a miss. Oh uh, yeah. Well, that's a one if you think about Jimmy. If it's Jimmy Stewart doing Beavis and Butthead watching music videos. <laughs> that's a hoe. <laughs> Oh, we just red blocked on that. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Outside the sound range. So another thing, like they start, they go to dinner, and they're at the restaurant, and there's a very interesting part of this culture where the McKennas are um, are there, and they they meet this English couple who was staring at them, loot the Draytons. We gotta say though. Um yeah. Stuart trying to sit in on a on that was awesome. The oh my god, floor so funny. Yeah, thing. Yeah, his legs are too cushions. long. Yeah, well, yes. as, as a six foot four person, yes. I mean, uh, as and I'm he, like, he stop a, showing the bottom of your feet. Isn't yeah, that an yeah. insult there? Right. It Luckily, might, nothing. You know, it might be. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, pretty yeah. sure it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, it, it's. Well, yeah, it's a, with that it's like a blend of a bunch of different religions there, but right. also in that area of the world, you know, you do not show the bottom of your feet. I mean, I mean he wasn't doing it on purpose, but it was still like, like one of those dudes. I'm trying like, to remember when it was where like if, you, if you yeah. like, uh, like, you know how when you say, it's like, would you like this? And you say, no, thank you. Put your hand up. Yeah. I don't remember where in the world it is, but if you do that, it's actually considered like a grave insult. Mm. I can't, it's, uh, I don't think it's, um. Russia? Probably. I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those random things like, you know, you got to look this stuff up before you go traveling because you might... Yeah. Like, don't accidentally insult someone. Yeah, you might violently insult someone. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's why at uh, Disney World and Disneyland, whenever one of the cast members points something out, they always use two fingers to, right. point, some, to point at something. Right. Because in some cultures, using just one finger is just like a, hey, go fuck yourself. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Asian cultures do that too. Like if you do like the come hither thing, it's like mm-hmm. you're talking to a dog or how they do it like this. Right. Calm down. And that's yeah. why Maniki Nikos have their paws like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's it's a, this is a, a weird, weird scene. Not only with Stuart just showing how tall he is it's, <laughs> in general, like. Why is there this little table? Uh, oh no, we have no place. Let me sit on the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and then the English people are like, "Yeah, you're you're supposed to eat like this with the first yeah. yeah. fingers." And since you since he's been here before, here's the thing: shouldn't he have known at least a little bit about this? He was there during wartime. True. Yeah. Um, point. And yeah. He's, and he's he being as crass and American as you can possibly be. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Makes me wonder if the director of this movie was British. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. There. So, I mean, the McKenna's are surprised to see Bernard arrive, but he just sits so, so elsewhere. Apparently, he's ignoring them. But you get Lucy and, and uh, Edward Drayton who are like, oh, you're the famous Joe Conway. And they're a little sketchy. Yeah. A little. Yeah. A little, uh-huh. a little. Did anybody else notice that the language that um, uh, 
the the waiter. Oh what no, was it French oh, or something? The uh, the French guy. What's his name again? Louis Bernard. 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 Yeah. Bernard. Do you notice the language that he was speaking with the woman he was sitting with was Portuguese? No. I did not. Uh, yeah. No. He was speaking Portuguese. Oh, yeah. Wow. I picked up on that. I was like, well, he speaks a lot of languages. It, yeah. It appears it appeared to be mainland. Uh, it was definitely Portuguese. mainland oh. Portuguese, but yeah. Wow. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. For those of you not in the know, there are th- three major flavors of Portuguese. Four. Whoa. Well, yeah. uh, all right. So Brazilian, yeah. Azorian, mainland, and Fall River. I kind of walked right into that one. I'll give you that one. That's an old joke about. I walked right into it. I had that coming. So we have the. They're at this. The Drayton's take them out to. Well, before we get to that, like, there's a really interesting point where they're talking about how they're supposed to eat. Yes. You know, eat with the right hand, not with the not with the left. The left hand stays in your lap, and you only use the um, the the thumb uh, index, thumb index, and middle finger to grab the food, and you do not use utensils. And poor plates. And then you just, he, you just see him struggles. fighting with the, with the yeah. I guess it was like a game hand or whatever. It was like yeah. a little chicken. He's just yeah. like fighting with it. Just let go. If I could use my other hand, this would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he grabs two hands. The waiter's like, what you do? No. No, no. Like that. Uh, we see him. We see him. Fine. One hand. One hand. <laughs> <laughs> You're insulting our religion. One hand. One yeah. hand. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't get that at all, but... Yeah. Because, uh, like Stuart showed, what if you have a piece of whatever in front of you, and you're like, I need either a, a fork and knife to cut this bastard, or I, like, need I need my need other hand just to just to let it go. It's like, I need leverage, it. damn it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. What, what if? It is weird. But yeah. Eat it with your mouth and get your germs all over it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just gotta go face first into the bird. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's skin? I just want to eat the meat. I don't want the skin, you know? That's like the best part. I know. Yeah. But if it's the fatty skin, weirdo, like, yeah. <laughs> tasty. Uh, <laughs> too much fat. It's not. Too and good. I really don't. I don't like chicken skin that much. I don't. I don't like turkey skin either. I must be weird. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, was, I don't really like it. Has it has to be cooked just enough. If not, yeah. it's. I've not, got a whole Tupperware of turkey skin in the, in the, in the, in the I'm fridge. Not, not into it. Yeah. I'm not I was a fan. kind of wondering with the, that and the, the long kind of marketplace scene. I was like wondering, hmm, did did he chuck? Did Hitchcock want to go on vacation to Morocco? Is that why we changed it? He's not quite as bad as Adam Sandler is now. It's not quite to that level. Why did they change This movie exists because I wanted to go to Africa. Did you notice that it was weird the way they filmed it too? Because it would be like scenes in actual Morocco and they were obviously yeah, there for some of them yeah. and then in the same exact scene the camera changes it's in a green and screen. they're on a green screen in like a and studio and there were so I'm many tr- green screens I'm trying yes. to figure out why they did that I, maybe because the, the sound quality would have know. been better I, but I, I was just like you were obviously there for some of it Yeah. why didn't you film it there no they filmed the rest of it in a studio I was like why I'm not sure I would I don't know. I mean, I could guess uh, reshoots. Uh, it could have been scheduling where they couldn't film a particular scene at that time, so they had to yeah. go back to the studio. But 
one thing I've noticed from watching all the Hitchcock films we have, and it was something even North by Northwest, the, the famous scene with the plane, the, the duster plane, was uh, he purposely did uh, some of this, the uh, shots in that film in the background using a 65 millimeter uh, shot and a huge giant screen, and then you'd have Grant in the front. So Hitchcock tend to like to have that perspective. Mm -hmm. It could have just been his personal signature It could have thing. been, I guess. I just thought it, it was a little reshoots. strange. It was odd. No, I completely agree with you. I did find it odd. It yeah. was, was it not, not really a green screen, but put somebody in front of a video? I mean, I a mean, film? I mean, possibly. Projection? There was a projection. There was, some a, of the, was a projection. projection. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah. But it's still it like they're, they're showing things happening oh, yeah, and yeah. they're shooting it and then it would flash back to them actually being in the marketplace walking yeah. around and I'm just like why hmm. why do this and, and unless they had to add in some dialogue could, or change yeah. a scene which I don't understand I mean that makes sense yeah. I just thought it was weird the, hmm. the way the cuts were I thought it was weird it was quite in, it was quite in abundance if it was lesser I, w I would have been like oh okay maybe it yeah, was just but no, it happened scheduling quite a bit. but I think what happens is too is like when you're watching a movie like this the green screen sort of as kind of pulls you out of the movie a little bit because yeah. it's showing like okay it's, you're, it's kind of egregious yeah you're not looking you're not into the movie anymore it's like oh right it's it's actually a movie we're not mm. getting into the story here and he jumped so much like that it kept taking me out yeah. because instead yeah. of the, the plot I'm thinking oh we've changed scenes again oh yeah. we're, in a, we're in a studio a, now yeah it, it probably was more cost saving I'm thinking more or less like we're watching this more on, you know, I don't know if you guys have high-def TVs. I mean, we do, so we have a 4K TV, so it's going to look more obvious. Yeah. Right. Ours is still 1080, but even then, yeah, it's can gonna, see it's a lot of It's going to look more obvious to it, so maybe it was more cost-effective. Maybe. It could have, but just to add to the, the conversation on that, the production for this film uh, finished, uh, I think it, it was nearly 40 days behind schedule. And they had six additional uh, shutdown days, or that was either included in the uh, these 40 or so days. And apparently Paramount internal memos were saying that the film went way over its original budget, I guess which was supposed to be low at the time. Uh, the, the total cost for the film ended up being like 1.8 some odd million dollars. Mm. But I guess that was including uh, Stuart uh, Hitchcock and Doris Day's uh, salaries. Plus the overage on the budget because of overfilming. So what was going on? I don't know. So yeah. I wish I had more information on it. But well, from what I did see, this was his uh, at least at the time that was Hitchcock's last Paramount movie. It was, yeah. Yeah. So they just, he just wrapped it up to fill the contract, and right. it was the American version of of um, Man Who Knew Too Much. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we get to the point with why he knew too much, and this is where there's a Moroccan market scene where he's with the Drayton's, and uh, the McKenna's see a man being chased by the police and stabbed in the back, discovering that it's Bernard in disguise, who, you know, then it looks like he did, he did look like Kumar, from Harold and Kumar. At that they, point, yes. They, they, I expected him just to reach out and go, we're not going to make it to White Castle. <laughs> well, he just, I'm sorry. Uh, in that scene where he's got the knife in his back and he's just kind of running. Yeah. And it's just like, why Why did he pick this guy to go to? It's just like, he's the tallest, whitest thing in the marketplace. <laughs> he's like he's a, a beacon. Yeah, he's a damn beacon. The sun's just reflecting off of him. Just like, oh, the light. Go to the light. <laughs> He's a lighthouse. 
Inspector, like, poacher guys. Don't go into the vents! Now, now I'm just picturing Jimmy Stewart in a lighthouse with a megaphone just yelling at boats not to go this way. <laughs> Don't go here. Turn left. <laughs> no, your other left. <laughs> oh, that way? Oh, no. They're going to cr- crash. <laughs> <laughs> and then as he's dying he tells uh yeah. he tells the doctors there's uh, a lot of whispered whisper 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 giggle 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 whisper whisper yeah uh, there'll be I an assassination yeah i couldn't make out point. a word he was saying very soon in london ambrose chapel chapel and dead some, and something about an ambassador yeah which that didn't quite pan out it wasn't an ambassador yeah it was the prime minister yeah yeah, so Lucy says, "Okay, I'll take I'll take your son back to the hotel. I've been chasing him around all day." Basically, she's basically been babysitting the kid the entire yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, which is the fifties, so it's like, oh, kid, go over there. Pretty like, much, yeah, we'll go over there. Like if you are annoying anyway, go away. Yeah, well, here's a Joe and Edward. Why do we want another one of you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the police want to talk to him since mm. yeah. they want to know what the hell he said. Yeah. Because uh, somehow they figured out that he was a spy. Yeah. So an officer explains that Bernard was a French intelligence agent, and it gets... The, and it, the, it starts escalating from here. Can I say that it was really, really ballsy for yeah. them to call the police station yeah. to say, oh, yeah. we have your kid? Right. Mm-hmm. How? Like, seriously. I mean, that's a like, power move. That, that's right? a power play. It's just like, we have your kid, and yeah, we called the police station about it. Do something. Right, yeah. yeah. Right. Or, well, don't to tell... <coughs> don't do something. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Don't tell... Yeah, they say, don't tell anybody or else we're going to kill your kid. And he's well, you know put, what I mean. He, he, he's put into a really weird situation. Because you think about it, like, the... You know, you can see, like, the good acting on Jimmy Stewart, because he doesn't have to say a word. No. You know, like, he's conveying nervousness. And he, like he's grabbing that what? phone book. Yeah. Which My I, son's going to die. I kept thinking that phone yeah. book was going to be something important. Like, I thought he was going to slip the piece of paper into the phone book so he wouldn't I get searched it, or something. Yeah. I thought it was the other guy who was... Who was fingering the phone book. I'm pretty sure. sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Well, either way. It's, it's, funny, so, that yeah. that, it's funny you use that wording, though. Yeah. <laughs> like... As, as has been said on this podcast before, I'm a mailman, mm. and one of the things we're supposed to do is we're, as we're walking is to flip through the mail just so we know we have it re- ready, and it's officially called fingering the mail. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I giggled every time they said it in training. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you were not alone. Mm, yeah. I'm sure you were not alone at all. There, so they go to when, um, you know, and, you know, there's a whole load, but you can see, like, Stuart's acting where it's like, okay, Hank was left in the care of Lucy. Lucy's gone. They don't know where he is. So Ben dispatches Edward to locate him, go to the hotel, find your wife, find my child. But they're checked out. And he's just like, good, I'm leaving. Bye. Yeah. Well, they're here. They're just thinking you're in. I was like, oh, my God, I got to make one more of those. Oh, <laughs> oh damn it. Replacement. <laughs> Replacement, child. Which is true, because in my family, though, my great-grandfather, Will, was born nine months to the day that his he, he had another brother, Will, who died. Oh. So he was born nine months to the day and given the same name. Oh. So the, the family joke is like I have a great-grandfather, great uh, great-grandfather William, and an uncle was not. 
<laughs> so, wow. Yeah, I found it. I'm like, that is weird. I always used to make the joke that there was only like six months between like my birthday and my parents' anniversary. Yeah. Turns out, like, yeah, there's only six months, but it was also a couple of years. But I always made the joke, just like, hmm, I wonder. <laughs> there's three months between my grandparents' anniversary and my dad's birth. Yeah. Like, they got married in November, and he was born in January. <laughs> oh, like, wow. Hmm. The very next year. I wonder why they got married. The very next year. Okay. <laughs> she was 14. It was a different time. Oh. oh. Ew. My oh. Nana was 14 when she had my dad. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. And they had nine children. Oh. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, nice day God for a shotgun it. wedding, huh? God bless Again, uh, it was a different time. Yeah. It's Jesus. a nice day for us. Jesus. <laughs> so they realize the Dreadens are gone, and, you know, then Hank's been abducted. He learns that they're in London when he decides he and Joe should go to try to find the chapel. Now, they get to the scene where Stuart drugs his wife. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Jimmy, Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. Now, he's done, the, it's obvious that, you know, what he's trying to do, and I think what happens, in my mind, this is where the doctor took over. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, they're talking about, you know, when they're in the marketplace, like, oh, this paid for the gallstones, and, you know, yeah. the ulcers paid for the suit. And, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and whatever happens. But the biggest thing with, you know, when I, I've had a, a lot of friends who are doctors who I've worked with and nurses and stuff, the hardest thing to do is to give bad news. Right. And especially when it's your spouse, it's like... Right. All right, you know, because... Oh, I understand the reasoning yeah, why he did it. Absolutely. Because... Yeah, if you're thinking like that point, like he's just like, all right, she's gonna flip and it's close to there. Are we gonna have our monthly fight? Mm-hmm. Quote unquote, so to speak. That's but I think it's like, like it's like you prepare yourself to wince just before you tell them the bad news. Is like, right? Hey, yeah, and I think of- it's something like you tell the like you you're used to telling patients bad news, you know. I can't imagine Jimmy Stewart telling people they have cancer or something. Right, right. Oh, that's melanoma. It's so, of course, it's, it's the it's the 50s, too. Don't worry, cigarettes will handle that. <laughs> <laughs> One cigarette yeah. a day. Come on, now, relax yourself. Just, you know, I, have, have some, you know, wonderful tasting Winstons. That should cure that right. <laughs> Fred Flintstone said it was good. Yep, tastes good <coughs> like a... Cigarette, sure. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I think that it's that shit, point where... See, that's the shit that stays in my brain. Yeah, me too. That okay. had something to do with... Uh, that was a grammar controversy, apparently. The phrasing really? of that they did, catchphrase. Uh, the wording was wrong. Yeah. And, like, the, the grammar police went, Whoa, 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 time yeah. out, stop. Something like that. Was... Pull the fuck over. This is a grammar police. And the, the word like, the way the word like was used, I think. Huh. Huh. Wow. Yeah, that's like weird. Uh, uh. <laughs> the, so I think what happened was he gave her the pills because it's like you're used to, t- somebody tells somebody like, you're used to giving it, like giving bad news. It's like the set, your brain goes in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, now I've got to tell my wife bad news. Yeah. I've got to sedate her because 
I don't know what my reaction's gonna be. Right. So it's like if he took the pill himself, it's like, oh, by the way, you know, he's about ready to Tonight. pass out, you know. Our kids messing, and you know, all of a sudden he's asleep through the freak out. Right. You know, here, so it's like, I don't know how I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the way I took it. I'm like, ooh, like, I, I get it. And it's, it's really hard sometimes where you have to have difficult conversations, mm-hmm. especially with people you care about. Right. You know, you have a deep emotional thing, and you know, they've been. You yeah, have one of those, uh, yeah. you get one of those text messages that says, we need to talk. Mm. And then the whole rest of the day, you're like, oh, shit, what did I do? Yeah. I don't think I did anything. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, so they head over to London, and they meet with the guy from Scotland Yard, ask them questions, and, you know, they, they talk to, they get to talk to the kid on the phone, and the kid's a moron. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> Mommy's crying. Yeah, I, we've established that, kid. Where, Where are, are you? you? Yeah. Yeah, Why I like is mommy crying. Yeah, I'm scared. I get it. Where There's are more you? important yeah. things at hand, at hand here, Hank. Yeah. Focus, Hank. So they find yeah. out that is Bernard. Yeah. Yes. So Bernard was a uh, was with Scotland Yard. He was an agent to try to under undercover, try, uh, try to be able to get a uh, get out a assassination plot. But you know they could contact him uh, to hear if they hear from the kidnappers. And now they uh, they, uh, they their friends of Joe come into a suite and they leave the friends just yep. okay. Have drinks. Bye. <laughs> They're they're, yeah. idiot, they're idiot celebrity friends. They're yeah. just there to, to yeah. be there. There's a couple of scenes now yeah. In, yeah. in this particular section of the movie that are pointless. Yeah. The taxidermy scene is pointless. Mm. There's a reason for that. Well, there's a reason for the taxidermy. Well, that was going to be part of my notes at the end. Because looked up the wrong name, clearly. Oh, I get that, but it's... See, the thing with taxidermy was Hitchcock actually had a fascination with birds and taxidermy. Mm -hmm. So that while that scene was like totally useless to us as the viewer, he purposely put that in there because... He's Hitchcock and he can do it, and because he liked it, that's <laughs> literally, literally so the only like, reason why it's in it. Because he's like, I'm the director. This is my scene. Shut up. You're doing the scene. <laughs> that's all. That, that's creepy it. as hell. Too. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 That's part of I his mean, dark good. sense of you, whatever you want to call it. No, even really, he likes. even really beautifully done taxidermy is still creepy as yeah. fuck. Yeah. yeah. Now imagine the badly done ones. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I've yeah. seen some. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Foxworthy has a great joke on that. You know, if you pull over to the side of the road and look at that squirrel saying that would look really good holding the turkey up on Thanksgiving. Here's the thing. Uh, based on that, yeah. I might be partially redneck because I would that would be really cool, just like a platter of like just two two squirrels like with like superhero capes just holding up a platter. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, as long as it's not taxidermy. Well no, I mean it's like a brass brass squirrel or something. Yeah, Ceramic. I'd get that. That's yeah. fine. It's like hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, right, like, yeah. I got to talk to yeah. Red yeah. <laughs> So yeah, they go to find you know they look up Ambrose Chapel or Andrew Ambrose Chapel, depending on how you read it. It's, it's and, cha- no, Ambrose Chapel. Yeah. yeah. Well, depending on yeah, depending on how you read it too. Oh, but right. the uh, but, but it is oh, Ambrose yeah, Chapel. Yeah. Right, yeah, I got it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. The, they, they thought it was any more of them tiger heads. Yeah. 
Yeah, so they, he thought it was a business, but um, Turns Joe, out. Joe and, and me, too, was right uh, that it was a person. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you were saying, no, it's a person. We're like, wait, no, it's it's, Am- it's the Chapel Ambrose. Even when, yeah. If, yeah. But if you think back to, like, the, the when Bernard was, like, oh. laying the information to him, and he's like, it's a statesman. And the location, Ambrose Chapel. Even I'm, like, watching the scene, and I'm going, it says Ambrose Chapel Taxidermist. I'm like... What kind of statesman would be in a <laughs> in a taxidermy? And I just couldn't be like. And even if I feel it was like a Stuart, front, maybe. Come on, man! Even you would be like. Yeah. yeah. I, I think uh, I got a little weird. But he's also not thinking clearly. I mean, yeah. his kids. His kids. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, why do you? His kid there? has been napped. His, been, his kid has been napped. I've, and oh. I've recently been re-listening to the Magnus Archives, and I listened to an episode about a. I can't call it a haunted taxidermist shop, but it's an incredibly, incredibly creepy taxidermist oh. shop. And I listened to that the day that we watched this. Oh. So I'm listening. I'm like, all right, that's damn creepy. And then he goes, taxidermist. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Tonight's streams are going to be interesting. There was, okay, there was oh. an actual funny scene in that, yeah. though, yeah. when they're trying to hold him down after yeah. they call the cops. Yeah. And there's the one guy who's holding the tiger. Yeah. And he keeps, like, trying to make sure that things aren't falling down in the tiger. He just keeps flipping from shoulder to shoulder. And, and the, the tiger's like, like, whoa. And the old guy has, like, the swordfish for no other reason than he does. (laughs) Yeah, I thought he was going to hold up the nose to his throat or something. And that's the movement he was making. Then he just kind of ran away. He's like, wait, what? And that thing had more like a chainsaw nose. Oh, it's a sawfish, I think is what they're called. All I kept thinking was, it's the merchandise. Don't get get the merchandise. (laughs) Don't ruin the merchandise. merchandise. Exactly. With a real money from the movie. And honestly, they're like, why didn't you? He's like, okay, I've obviously made a mistake. I need to go. Let him go. Why are you holding on to him? Imagine the deal with the uh, the man who knew too much ta- brand taxidermy service. <laughs> <laughs> but it's when he leaves too. Is like the door swings inward into the shop, and he yep. closes it from the outside. And the guy like grabs onto the door and like tries to like and bangs on it. Yep. They're like, oh my god, I don't know how to door. I don't know how to door. He runs <laughs> over to the Hobbit door. Apparently. Yeah, it's that door very was low. Tiny. Door. Yeah. Now, yeah we, we've been saying it this whole time. Jimmy Stewart was a tall man. Yeah. But he's not that much taller than other people. Like, no. no this is a hobbit taxidermist. No, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a few inches taller than what was. A few inches taller than me. Yeah. But yeah. still, it's like, yeah, it, it's... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is strange. It was that door was remarkably low. Yeah. But yeah. They, they had called the cops on him because uh, he'd made accusations. Yeah. And yes. They thought he was nuts, I think. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. There was obviously something going on. Yeah, and then we get to Ambrose Chapel, the place. And we find well, Edward Drayton is the is the minister. Yep, which I and thought it was is really, the most really funny. Yeah, it is the most discount. Yeah, kind of uh-huh. dollar store <laughs> chapel. Yeah, I am like, is this the Church of England where everything is budget cuts? Like, <laughs> this is clearly not a Catholic chapel because no. there'd be a lot more gold if it was right. a Catholic chapel. The right. other thing I found funny too is the minute he sees Doris Day's character. Yeah. 
He's like, okay, so today's sermon is go home. Yeah, we'll continue this later. <laughs> I just, I love the, Mrs. Drayton's going around with the, uh, the collection, collection plate. The collection yeah. plate, then she sees the two of them, and the look on her face, no dialogue. The look on her face is just like, oh, fuck and me, puts, sideways. The best part is he puts a couple of notes in the collection plate. Yeah. He actually gives them money. And then she goes, <laughs> to, and then she goes up to the, to the, uh, the altar. The altar. I was, I, was about to say, I was about to say the stage. I was like, about to say the pulpit, so go ahead. I used to be an altar boy. You'd think I'd know what these were called. But she goes back up there and tries to communicate with her husband with, through, like, like glances eye daggers. And, and, you know, high, and he's like, just like, what are you talking and about? And he's like, what? And she's like, we are fucked. <laughs> and he's just looking at her like, what? Just go over there. Go over there. I'm not telepathic, he's looking, damn it. Yeah, and he's just he's like he's like scanning the crowd. Can't see anything because Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart's, Stewart's hiding behind the pole. <laughs> he's got the shittiest got seats in the stadium. You <laughs> but then then he sees Doris Day because Doris Day's the, they get the bright idea, call call the police. Yeah. They're here, leave, call yeah. the police. So well, she gets up mid sermon. And that draws attention to her. And it's like, so. yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, you get up, you get up to leave mid sermon. The priest is gonna notice you. Oh, they they call you yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not an holy name. They didn't. Oh, yeah. mine, mine they did. Okay. They called yeah. you out while you getting up. Yeah. It's like, oi, oi. Hey. I went annoyed. to sit down. I went to a very strict <laughs> Catholic school when it came to like the God stuff. Yeah. I got oh, I got in so much trouble all the time in church. Yeah. So I did acted my mom. up all the time. Yeah. Even if you had to go to the bathroom? Oh, yeah, because you weren't supposed to. You're supposed to hold it for the Lord. Oh, I, I almost peed myself once during a standardized test in that school. That was a lot of fun. I see. Yeah. Okay, you went to the same school that I did, so yeah. you you remember the whole like Catholic mantra of, if it feels good, stop? Right? That's kind of how Catholic mm. Church goes. Yeah, fair enough. It's like, if it feels good, it's probably a sin, so stop doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Take that idea and multiply it by about fifty, and that was Saint Stan's. That was that's yeah. the one I went to. Yeah. Ooh, very, nice. very. The, like the priest had to- total control of the school. Sheesh. Like every major decision that was made yeah. didn't go through the principal; it went through him. Yeah, we only so, had we only had the one nun. Then, yeah, we, then yeah. we found Sister out he Tim was a pedophile. Sister Tim. Yep. Then we found out he was a pedophile. So, oh, oh yeah, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sister mm-hmm. Tim made me go sit in the hallway once because I I got sick during religion class and puked on a picture of Jesus oh. in a religion book. <laughs> And she made me go stay, sit in the hallway because apparently demons sit in the hallway. I well, no, I I had to sit in the hallway with my head up against the stone wall, bec- and listen to every single um, religious sermon because one time I said uh, that during Easter specifically mm-hmm. before Jesus rose, you know how they had they sat down for three days and they yeah. uh, and the thing just praying. And they said, well, why do you think you're doing that? And I said, because they're lazy and they're sitting on their butts. I said that. <laughs> and Not what they wanted to no, hear. No, so after the entire year, and I was like, I think it was third grade, um, I had to sit and listen to the sermon the entire time, facing the wall with my head against the wall. And I couldn't say a word. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. Oof. You keep I'm wanting so... to raise your fingers like, but, but. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. But it was that same year that the teacher told me, and I want to thank her for it, even though it's probably not something she wants to hear. That was the teacher who told me that um, you don't always have to, like, denying your faith or questioning your faith is perfectly normal. Yeah. Yeah, It's not, not, you know, necessarily a bad thing. No, but because of that, 
I turned into an atheist. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to thank her for that because it freed me from a lot of bullshit. But at the same time, she is a devout Catholic, so I really don't think she'd be happy about it. <laughs> yeah. To each wow. Wow. So, yeah, I, I'm so glad my mom and dad had that conversation to not send me to Catholic school. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Very, very lucky. Yeah, yeah, to, I, to this I, day, I consider myself a recovering Catholic. Yeah. Because yeah. I understand it was very close that I was going to go somewhere, but hey. Uh, so, the, uh, see, where we. Uh, yeah, he sends the parishioners home, and then basically uh, they. Um, uh, they, is this yeah. when he starts uh, shouting for Hank? Yeah. To see if Hank will respond? I mean, yeah. He does. Cause yeah, and of course the church has goons right on the side to be able to help him out. Very, very randomly, they, they yeah. pop out of note. You're like, who are these it's guys? The ecclesiastical goon Where squad. Because yeah. you know, because you see the uh, the organist. Yeah. And she she's in like three different scenes in the movie. She's in the very... Uh, beginning when they get off the airplane because yeah, she's right. watching them. Yeah. She's in the scene when um, they kind of show a small scene where Hank is safe and he's playing checkers with her. Right. She's playing kicking her ass. Yeah. Oh, you're right. That was the second I, one. Yeah. yeah. I do. I found that woman to be Edna. like Edna. oddly pretty, but not in like the. She's not in a sta- She's not standard pretty. But no. She's, not uh, not in the like you know standard way, but it's just like. I don't know, yeah. something about it's like she had a Dora Daria Morgendorfer look. Yeah, I yeah. think that might have been it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. She just seemed grumpy. I do refer like her name to the uh, Layton. She debate. She uh, sorry, Drayton uh, Lucy referred to her as Edna in the uh, the chess scene. Uh, no, the uh, sorry, right. bingos. Uh, what is it? Well, I'm, uh, I'm checkers on scene, checkers. Yeah. I'm on Imdb, so I'm gonna, I'll, I'll look up see if I can figure out. Imdb. Is it under trivia? Well, she should be in the cast, right? Oh, the character's okay. name yeah. is Edna. Because I'm already yeah. on trivia. I mean, uh... Helen Parnell. Nope. Dan Reed's IMDb. Good in that one. Betty Bascom, Edna the church organist. She does not have a picture on IMDb. Um... She was in... She does look like a cross between, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Daria and uh, Velma from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. She's like some kind of crossbreed or hybrid she of seemed the two. To be, she seemed to do a lot of bit parts in movies as like hmm. woman or barmaid or <laughs> no. Elaine's mother. I just, it just, she seemed she to have a, no lot name. Of, a lot of bit parts. Yeah. Oh, she got... In, in Play for Today in 1970, she had a name. She was Phyllis. <laughs> oh! Right. Yeah. Ooh. So she was the mother yeah. in ITV play of the something. It's not loading. Never mind. Okay. So Stewart is knocked out by the goons and Joe's by like, a wait, weird object. Yeah, by a, by basically a whip. Yeah, no, it's a sap. Yeah, actually, oh. it's uh, what that, is that? that's it's uh, basically like a heavy uh, piece of like lead yeah. or like a, like a small bag filled with like buckshot yeah. or just something dense and heavy. Is that um, the thing that like? Cops and cartoons used yes. to use. Yeah, it's a it's it a sap like or you call it a yeah. truncheon or whatever. It, it looks basically like a beaver the, tail yeah. to me. See, ba- I know, yeah, basically I know what it, the cops need to do in England. I know it from the game Thief. Yeah, because uh, when you're playing Thief, the sap was one thing you had. If you snuck up behind a guard, you can just kind of bop them over the head and they pass out. Yeah. It could be wrong it's a on the course. It might be wrong on the reference, but. Uh, Marty gets knocked out in Back to the Future 2 by Billy Zane and that other goon. Because remember, he goes, 
the easy way, and I, I don't, and I could be wrong, but I feel like that's what it was. Something yeah, something, wrong. Yeah, something very, very wrong, similar. But yeah, so uh, it's basically similar. a sharp blow to the back of the head. But yes. like the actual like uh, like device used for that is actually uh, referred to as a sap. Now, so, here's, I always wondered what that was called. Yeah. This next scene actually yeah. confuses me a little bit. Okay. Because Jimmy Stewart gets knocked out. Yeah. You've got Doris Day outside calling the cops. Mm-hmm. The cops show up, and she's like, they're in here. And they go up to basically the church, go, doors are locked. Sorry, we can't go in without a warrant. Yeah. It's a church. Still can't go in without a warrant. It's not private property. It's public. But it's sovereign land. Point. Yeah. But yeah. the law is different in. in the, it's in the, gotta yeah. be. The, the, yeah. the British laws may be, may be I was quite still, different. I was still confused yeah. too because yeah. if you have probable cause, yeah. you can go in. That's yeah. why I was very confused about that. It's like, okay, this is a kidnapping case. There's right. a child missing. That's probable yeah. cause if you know, the people who kidnapped the kid are inside. Right. But still, it's very circumstantial to be here. We're thinking more like Americans and yeah. less like British, and where British law really is quite different, too. Yes. So, like, that's where they arrest people and they say, I'm going to kindly request that you escort me to the police station. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and in the 50s, it was still the whole, like, propriety, uh, propriety thing. Exactly. It's like, we don't, we don't want to make a, to make a scene, so we'll, yeah. we'll arrest you in, you know, three hours. You'll have time to put your face on, sort of right, thing. Right, right, yeah. In the 50s, people cared about that kind of thing. Right, true. Just, true. Not, just not in Florida. Yeah, <laughs> no. I, I do agree. Like, it, it just seemed very like, why aren't they going in? Like, right, you have like, Stuart knocked out. Kick the damn door down. Right. Slow up. But if, if you maybe, but you that was right, a heavy yeah. wooden door, though. Yeah, yeah. That but taken he a does lot of escape from <laughs> the, <laughs> through the bell tower. He, he escapes in. through the worst gym class of all time. He is. Yeah. This is the <laughs> loudest escape possible. Splang, 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 splang. I'm escaping. Watch the puka. I'm not drawing the attention to myself at all. Nope. Yeah. Nope. And somehow he gets away because he goes down the other side of the building. It's not like he drew attention from like blocks around. He's from tall this. enough. He could have just walked off. Yeah, true. True. Yeah. <laughs> Jumps off. Goes. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> it's like ow, my ankles. Yeah. So he does escape here. Joe goes and finds that they're at, they're going to Royal Albert Hall, and you know they he gets she gets there by the police. But once the police and Joe leave, the Jurians take Hank to the foreign embassy. Uh, but in the lobby here, Joe sees a man who uh, came to the door in Morocco and like, oh, I recognize that guy. Uh, <laughs> when he threatens to harm Hank if she interferes, so, so uh, she stands there. For yeah. So and we get twelve minutes of a decent like it's a decent tension, but it's like Jesus Christ, like come Stop on. Stop saying about the fucking trees. Yeah. <laughs> and how they still stood. Oh the trees. What was really cool about this scene was Bernard Herman, who was the uh, composer for the film and quite a few Hitchcock films. He's a, he actually has a cameo yep. during the sequence, yeah. so you can yeah. see him conducting. Yeah. Which was kinda neat. So. Yeah. That is, yeah, that was neat. Yeah. Yeah, it it um 
who uh, my sister's gonna kill me if I don't remember this, but it's just like I, who was the guy who wrote Breakfast Club and all the eighties movies? Hughes. John Hughes. Thank you, because I, I kept wanting to say John Walsh, but that's that's definitely not right. No, that's definitely not the right person. But that's it just he, he looks like America's most wanted. That's yeah, yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he looks like he looked like John Hughes. To a degree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Now, if you want to keep your sister from throwing throwing anything at you, you just got to edit that little bit out so it sounds like you just knew the name right off the, yeah. right off the bat. John Hughes. Yeah. And then this bit, too, because I'm explaining it. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be edited. That's uh, all right. Edit yeah. point. All right. She's, she's too busy with all the stuff to throw stuff at me. She'll be too tired for it. Well, let. I know you're listening to this. More power to you. Keep going. She's going for a PhD right now and Go just work, and working job. her ass off. So you can do it. Yeah. Do so it. Yeah. I couldn't get that far. You go for it. Yeah. She's really working her ass off to do it. Um, but keep going. Let so really I, keep going. I fell short of my bachelor's. So, yeah. You know, they, those who so, can't do it, go for it. So there, uh, Ben searches. Uh, ben gets there too, and he searches through the, bal- the balcony box for the killer who's waiting for the. Symbol crash in order to mask the gunshot, but just before they get the symbols crash, Joe screams and the assassin goes, "What?" and only has a flesh wound on the prime minister who's trying to kill. Okay, yeah. now, now this this what? whole scene, like the this this yeah. the spatial awareness of it, fucked with me because yeah. okay, Joe is standing in like the center like doorway into Albert Hall. So she where she is, she's looking straight at like the stage, the orchestra, like right at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When she looks to her right, which would be stage left, she sees the gunner and the and the organist lady. Yeah. And she looks to her left, which is stage right, she sees the ambassador, prime minister, whoever she doesn't know who's gonna get shot over there, yeah. but she knows. Now when the shooter gets up, if like if our hall is is circular, yeah, and he's up here and the ambassador's up here, this dude gets up and then hides behind a curtain so he has no line of sight whatsoever right. on, on the on the prime minister. So it's like he's coming around the curtain and like turning his wrist and having to lean out this way. Like, no, yeah, you go into the shadows on the. Other, other side. side of the booth. Yeah. And then you can actually line up your shot instead of having to come around and be all like, I have a goofy stance with my gun. Like, this isn't skateboarding. This isn't assassination. Be, be professional, yeah. damn it. Yeah, makes you wonder if they really needed the scream uh, at that point. You know? Seriously. What? I played too much Hitman. Yeah. What was the deal with the scream? I mean, if she cared so much about the prime minister over her son's welfare, then they would have cooperated with the police instead of. I think it's doing at, whatever. I think it's at that point that she really just doesn't want someone to die. Right. I think it's less about worrying yeah. about her kid. It's that someone's going to be murdered right in front of her, yeah. in front of a bunch of people. At that point, she's just like, I can't let that happen. Mm. Yeah, you're right too. Yeah. So and I, and I, I may be wrong on this, but you can edit it if, if you want. Um, that that whole scene, uh, that's um, similar to the original Man Who Knew Too Much. If, was there a scene where there was a curtain? Because I was reading something, and I could be wrong. I don't actually well, I haven't had the chance to watch the film, but that was actually similar to the original scene. I where believe a so. Curtain and the sh- yeah. 
So that could have been yeah. a callback to that, and I it, can't confirm. I didn't yeah, watch there the was movie, something I, I read it, and I don't know. It's something I vaguely remember. There was a guy who got shot, like, through a window. Oh, through a window. Yeah, right. that, that I remember, but it was, it was something... like a gun battle that wasn't present in this remake. Right, you're right, yeah. I, 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 it's, I mean, the British one was far beyond, like, just memorable at all. Mm-hmm. And it was just awful, so... I literally yeah. thought at this scene that he was actually going to close the curtain. Mm. I thought when he got up, I thought he was actually going to, like, untie them yeah. and close them. Because nobody is paying attention to what he's doing. No. Right. Everybody's watching the orchestra. Everybody's right. got their eyes there. So yeah. him closing a curtain really wouldn't have gotten anybody's attention. Yeah. No. So I really right. thought that's what he was going to do and then hide so, like, behind the curtain... To shoot the guy. Yeah. So yeah, so, somebody on the other side of the Albert Hall might have seen the curtain close, but who would have given a shit, really? Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, all right. Didn't he see uh, Joe watching him? Oh, he, he, oh, he the did the whole time. Yeah. yeah. He was like just kind of like rubbing it in because he knew she was there. Yeah. Yeah. And he's basically said, try it, and your kid dies. Yeah, but he had that face of, like, I'm going to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, I just imagine if this was, you know, done with older actors, this would have been Peter Lure's you He know, looks moment. like a stretched Peter Lure. Yeah, yeah Peter Lure and a taffy puller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he, um, yeah, he misses the mark, and Ben gets in there. They struggle with the would-be killer here. He gets the gun out of him, and then he just basically falls. stumbles, jumps up onto the rail, and falls, falls off. Over. I was like, most, that was stupid. Yeah. It is the most eventful night at Albert Hall in a long time. <laughs> Loud scream. The prime minister's like, oh, my arm. And then a dude falls off the balcony. Like, everyone in the lower seats is like, holy sweet Jesus, fuck what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want to add to that. This is, this is so a review of my favorite cousin. Hey, that's us. <laughs> <laughs> when, he, when he says it's only a flesh wound, anyone was thinking Monty Python. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. I've had words. Yes. And then I'm like, is that where Monty Python actually got the line for it's only a flesh wound? Is that a call? I'm like, I wonder if that's an actual Just a flesh wound. Yeah. Your arm's off. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> here, bite your legs off. <laughs> I've had worse. Now get over here, I'll bite your kneecaps off. <laughs> I'm invincible. Oh gosh, that is one of the best action scenes. Period. Yeah, you flip, you flip the Monty Python switch. I'm trying desperately to repress, to repress my. Uh... Oh hell. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's good luck with that. You're in front of me. <laughs> I'll go right at you. You flip the nerd switch. Like no, 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 parrots, no. Ah. So now they gotta retrieve the kid. Yeah. So they conclude they're at the embassy. You meet the uh, prime minister's really grateful here. The um, the ambassador who is organizing to try to kill the prime minister is like in his office with the Draytons, and the Draytons are like, "Sorry, we screwed up." And he's like, well, "Why the, the fuck did you steal this kid?" And this yeah. guy's just like, "What the actual fuck?" <laughs> yeah, I have the money to pay the I have the money to pay the assassin while he's dead. His ass is dead. What? Yeah, yeah oh, everything got yeah. fucked up because you guys yeah. suck at this. And yeah. you gotta make sure this kid doesn't talk. Yeah. So Don't make him talk. Take him out. Kill the kid. Kill the. Yeah. It's like this day is getting worse and worse and worse, yeah. and it's all your to- your fault. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm throwing a party, and the prime minister is gonna be there. Mm. He wasn't supposed to be. Yeah. Boo. Yeah, they, so they, uh, knowing that uh, he wants to go ahead and kill the boy, so they're at the Prime Minister, uh, with the Prime Minister, and they arrange it, like, how are they going to get in there? And, you know, he's like, well, 
Stuart's like, well, tell the prime minister you're leaving tomorrow and, you know, say, oh, your favor. How about I'm the guest, uh, you know, be the guest at his party? Okay, you know, plus one? Sure, my lady. Come on over. And then, Wait, you know. what part are we talking about? Uh, this is how they get into the, how they get into the embassy. Because they can't just walk up and say, hey, we want to get in here. And the prime minister had said that he wanted to see her the next day to thank her. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they yeah. went, well, if we're going to, if we want to get in there tonight, we'll just say that we're leaving tomorrow and that you you want to see him tonight instead. And he was perfectly cool with that. Yeah. you got to give Stuart, the uh, uh, character, uh, Ben uh, McKenna, credit. Cause Dr. McKenna. Dr. McKenna. He, he, got his, he had his shit together for, I mean, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't agree with the sedative that we've talked, the scene we talked about earlier, but... Like in this scene, yeah, he, he really had his head on yeah. his shoulders, and he yeah. was like telling her, "No, you could use your singing voice to go help us, like save our son." It's like, wow, that's really yeah. smart. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it is, it is brilliant. Yeah, you're right, man. The tools you yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So they're at the party here. She, uh, that he convinces her to start singing "K Sara Sara." Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so Hank will eventually hear her because everybody in the palace is in this one room. Yep. And no one else is in this palace. Nope. At all. There's no security. Nope. Like, oh, nope. wow. Everybody's I there. Early. I want to go. Let's watch Pretty Lady play yeah. the piano. Yeah. And sing. Yeah. And here, and then Lucy, uh, you know, Lucy, Lucy who is... Lucy does not want to kill this kid. No, no, she's like, I don't want to kill this kid. I don't want to do this. This was stupid. Who cares about this? I have to kill somebody that my, my husband's a moron. And clearly she's Go. Grown, she's grown attached to him because yes. she's had to caretake him with uh, yeah. Edna more... More yeah. her than Edna, and yep. so she has a relationship with him. You know, yes, she has and a heart. Yeah. She hear she, you know, hears footsteps coming towards the door. Yeah, and she gets down, crouches around, starts to hug him as he, he's crying because he hears his mother singing. Yeah, and she tells she him to screams no when yeah. when the door opens and it's just, it's Jimmy Stewart and then she sees him and she's like take him and go mm-hmm. just take him and go run away get out of here yeah. and that's when her idiot husband shows up with a gun yeah yeah and it's oh well you don't want to enter you know and this is something you don't want to you don't want to have a dead father, do you, or something like that, or... Yeah, it was really terrible yeah, the way he yeah. sets the kid up right in the middle between... In the threshold of the door, and you right. have the gun... You know, Edward, uh, the gunman, and then with uh, Stuart on the other side. It's like, shit. <laughs> what yeah. a crappy spot to be in. Yeah, it's... A, you know, then they start walking. It's like, we're going to walk out of here like two old friends. Three old friends. Yeah. Okay, great. We'll do that, and... There's no, no. security anyway, so yeah. it's like... Why not? Yeah. They could have. They could have just walked out. Yeah. Walk out the, the building. Yeah. yeah. But when he puts the gun in his pocket, that was yeah. so. Dumb. I was like, "You are an idiot." <laughs> yeah. He puts because it in his- <laughs> he puts it in his pocket. Like he he literally puts the gun in his pocket. Yes. Then, but he lets go of the gun because you see him briefly take his hand out of the pocket and then go back in. So he doesn't have a good grip on it, and he doesn't really have the gun pointed in a way that's going to shoot anybody. Or if they do, it's not going to hit anything that he wants to. I was just, just thinking it looked like a boner. Yeah. It, it, exactly. That's why I said I kept saying to Dan throughout this entire scene. I'm like. Push him down the stairs! Yeah. He's gonna fumble anyway! His hand is in his pocket! Yeah. And, and then he does. And then he does. And, but he waited a little bit, though. You gotta remember, though, he's ex-military. Right. He's so waiting he's, waiting, he's waiting for that one moment that where he is gonna fall, that 
if you take down an enemy or take down somebody, you've got to be in the absolute clear. Right. So it's like if he let him go way too early, you know, people are not going to hear like, what was that? Oh, okay. And the, or, you know, so if he falls and all of a sudden he's in front of everyone and they're up there, they're going to look incredibly innocent. Like, right. okay. So he waited at that point and went, okay. Like, you know, let's uh, let's just go, and, yeah, it's... Shoots the gun in his pocket. Yeah, yeah, shoots, yeah shoots himself, too. <laughs> oh, 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 he's a gunman. You, he's, he's practiced, clearly. <laughs> yeah, right, you know, so... Like my first time, guys, how'd I do? Yeah, well, I mean, he, yeah, he's, well, he's, well, he's sort of a priest. There's sort of. I mean, yeah. he's obviously been doing it a while if his yeah. congregation's well, been he, that Well, he worked big. for the UN at the yeah. start of the film. Then he yeah. was also a professor who told the uh, the hotel clerk and then he's a legit, like, priest. It's like, so, take your pick. What the hell is he? Yeah. I mean, what is this dude anyway? <laughs> yeah, you're doing spy. Yeah, he's true. a spy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> Yeah, so the McKenna's return to their hotel suite in London. I love how they sneak out too. Like they're in the fray, they just kind of grab the kid and leave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, at that point, they're like, "Oh, fucking Christ, let's get out here." Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then their friends are all asleep. Yeah. Why are you still there? Yeah. Like, like, I would have okay. left. I would have been like, "Oh, it's ten o'clock. It's time to go home." Yeah. Well, you're no, like, they, just oh, sorry. Their, they just drank all their booze and passed out. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's a doctor. He could pay the bill. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the yeah, they were at a hotel, right? Because they, yeah. they, they, yeah. they drank out the minibar. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So they ordered it. They ordered it from uh, room service. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. That, that room service bill is going to be in, the, in, like, the six digits. Yeah. <laughs> no, Kevin well. McAllister will put them all to rest with his bill right? from Home Alone <laughs> to Lost in well, New York. No. <laughs> That's only a $900 bill, though. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, that was not bad at all. No. Now, Considering the hotel he's in, yeah. Not even that. Not, okay, one. Considering the hotel he's in, is that the fucking St. Regis? Yeah. Which is amazing We've that he there. only had nine hundred dollars on that. Right. Room. And secondly, yeah. Kevin McAllister's dad's house. Yeah. yeah. Look at that house. He I can afford nine hundred dollars. Yeah. He's, he's not going to go he's back. He's got four children. Uh huh. That he's bringing his entire family to France. He took nine yeah. people to France. His yeah. brother-in-law yeah. and sister-in-law mm-hmm. and their kids, yep. his own kids, and his him and he his wife. He can afford it. So him screaming uh-huh. so loud that half of fucking New York heard it. That was kind of ridiculous. For like nine hundred and thirty-seven dollars. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. yeah. No, I've never seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking to me that that bill was so low. At the yeah. Right, I was so. like, with everything that he was there, plus you know, inflation, got, deflation, whatever. Yeah. Even, still the even in the nineties, that's still, still, still a lot of money. But still, yeah, so it's why it's Home Alone 2, look who cashed the check. But it's still funny yeah. if you think about it, because I remember seeing it as a kid. Me too. And thinking, oh wow, that's a lot of money. And yeah. now as an adult, I'm like, what are you bitching about? It's like I hand that off like once a month. Oh <laughs> lord. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> so the McKenna's return here. Like, I'm sorry we're gone so long, but we had to go over. We had to go over and pick up Hank. See ya. Like I it's mean, not a big gift, deal. Yeah, for understatement, sure. Yeah. But God, that kid's gonna PTSD. need fucking therapy. Exactly. Oh, man. oh yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'm like, no, I'm gonna, thinking he's gonna have PTSD for checkerboards. Has anybody ever seen the movie <laughs> Ransom with Mel Gibson? Yeah, um, a long time ago. The, I'm sure. The kid with Gary Sinise I, and Mel Gibson. The kid in it. Yeah, is, I is, have. Yeah, uh, is, I, I don't remember, but I have. Yeah. Um, 
the kid is kidnapped yeah. and they you know they hold him for ransom to get him back and he yeah. finally gets him back and the kid has like a like wicked PTSD. Yeah. Like he pees himself yeah. when he sees the kidnapper again. Yeah. That's the type of, of situation yeah. they're going to be in with this yeah. child. Yeah, he's going to have to take out a few tonsils and appendix and yeah. probably, yeah. you know, give a, give birth to a couple of kids yeah. to straighten them out again. Yeah, it's a... It's a but also, yeah. like I said, we're not sure how old this kid's supposed to be. If this yeah. kid is, like, actually supposed to be, well, like, four, yeah. he maybe, may not remember much. Maybe he's, he's not four, forming solid away. memories yet. Right. Yeah, he but then, but then again, back. it might trigger something yeah. later on in right. life, too. You know, right. you never know. Uh, but, like, yeah, the way life is. But it's still <coughs> a... It is a... It's a good movie, man. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's a good movie. It I wasn't like bad. If you're trying to get into, like, the Hitchcock canon of uh, filmography, this is actually a good starting point. It's simple enough. Mm-hmm. It, it's not yeah, too heavy not... where you can look for, like, under or overwhelming themes right. or much. It's just very straightforward. There's not, yeah, there's not a lot of, like, mystery or intrigue to it. It's very straightforward yeah. plot. But it's not trying to be a James Bond movie. No. Mm-hmm. Not at all. no. Personally, I would say if you're going to get into... Hitchcock, your your probably your best starting point, I think, would be Rope. Yeah. Yes. Because Ro- out of all the ones we've watched, I think I liked Rope. Rope the is best. my favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rope is legit. It's my a favorite. really good Stuart flick. It's it's really really good. I like. Yeah. I was thinking about it. it's like Rope is is one of those movies that I would watch again happily. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those yeah. things that it's like these other movies. It's like okay, there were there were some that were pretty good. I'd watch. Um, I'd watch The Trouble with Harry again. I yeah. thought that was funny. Yeah. But I have a dark sense of humor, so I think... So see, The Trouble with Harry, that whole movie is, what is wrong with this town? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there's six people in the whole town, <laughs> exactly. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, Population, you. Yes. <laughs> but I think, uh, yeah, Rope is the one that I'd like. I'd watch it on, you know, on my own on a yeah. good day. Like, oh, yeah. you know what? I feel like watching this movie. Yeah. yeah. I would buy Rope. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, yeah. I think for Stewart movies, like that's like that and Harvey, intertwined is my favorites. Mm-hmm. You know, depending on anybody's, that's that's a really, really, really damn good performance. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really need to do a Stewart month eventually. <laughs> um, although I do have ideas for future months, so I want to run by. Cary Grant month, guys. Cary yeah. Grant. Hey, that yeah. One, yeah that good. one would be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, I cannot yeah, wait to see that. Arsenic and Old Lace. I cannot <laughs> wait to see have you guys see that because that okay. is one of my personal favorites. Okay, listeners, uh, Nick's eyes just rolled in the back of his head when he mentioned that movie. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, it, it is. Give you an idea. It is really good. It's just. Uh, Cary Grant has a brother who thinks he's Theodore Roosevelt. <laughs> just. Okay then. That just Seeking the Panama Canal. It is hysterical. <laughs> it is just. It is a very visual movie. Well, if you're gonna and be anybody else, Theodore Roosevelt isn't a bad guy to be. No, not <laughs> at all. Not at all. So fantasy casting, man who knew too much. Anybody got anything? I think we had Connery. Yeah. <laughs> Not Connery. I'm Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson doing a Jimmy Stewart impression. Yes, that would be really funny. I made a joke about mashing it up with Mash. Yeah. Yeah. Or 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 Casablanca. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A Humphrey Bogart style role would be great. It would be great. Yeah. With um, I cannot remember Kumar's real name, but uh, Kimpal or like a. 
Oh, uh, uh, Cal Penn? Cal Penn, yeah. Yeah. Very yeah, hairy, yeah. Those actors. Yeah, I know he, he dropped Penn out of sight. Um, uh, show, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he dropped out of sight really fast. Well, because he was uh, he, he was he interning was in, for Obama, and yeah. then um, yeah, yeah, he he was he on got into house. Politics, yeah, he was on house, and his character killed himself on house. Yeah, because he was gonna go intern for Obama during Obama's uh, uh, terms. Yeah, and then when Obama left office, he started back into acting again. So he's acting again. He's uh, thanks Obama. Hey. <laughs> um, I no, forget. I mean for real. He's yeah. on. Um, he's, I forget what show he's on, but he's, he is on a show at the moment. Oh, yeah. Oh. Something with the word "sun" in it. I feel like "sun." Oh. I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, I, I, it was canceled too, for about mistake. It probably was. I, I don't have much for fantasy casting, but honestly, I just I, I think this these roles are perfect. I mean, oh, Doris yeah. Day was great. Jimmy Stewart I thought was she great. Was really good. That was going to yeah. be my question. If you could replace Doris Day with another actress, who would you guys consider to uh, replace her with? Um, who else can sing? I, I, well, I mean, there's plenty of actresses that could, that you know have. You know, good singing voices and whatnot. It's just. No, I thought she was. She did a really good job, though, in yeah. the film. I thought yeah. she she did. Yeah, I. I um, I've never seen Doris Day in a film, but I really liked her in this no. one. So. And like, I, and like I said, like, she's Tank Girl approved. So. Yeah, <laughs> I. And in Greece. Yeah. I don't know. I can I, point I out in the middle of our process <coughs> here. Ava Gardner, Grace Kelly, mm. Kim Novak, mm. Jean Tierney, and mm-hmm. Lana Turner were all considered for the role. Oh, well, they're all yeah. blonde. But yeah. uh, Hitchcock really wanted uh, Doris Day because he really liked her. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. film Storming Storm Warning. Yeah. Uh, that's it was, what inspired him for that one, but yeah. she I, passed I, away this year. Actually, Doris yeah. Day. Yeah. Really? Yeah, she May of this year. Oh, yeah. Damn. I re- I remember oh, reading. <laughs> I remember reading something in the trivia for this movie. Uh, Doris Day was actually two two big trivia things with her. Mm. Uh, Doris Day was actually really worried that Alfred Hitchcock didn't like her. I read this because read. he wasn't giving her. Yeah. Like stage direction or anything else like that, just letting her go. And eventually she confronted him about it, and he's like, My dear, if I didn't like you, then I would be directing you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other thing with Doris Day, it was during the filming of this movie that she got so big into animal rights. Yeah. Uh, because she was just appalled at the conditions that the camels and other animals in the. Uh, and the scenes were being treated and like she refused to work unless the animals were given better accommodations were given you know better food that kind of thing okay like she started like years of um uh animal abuse advocacy yeah is that the right word but it it basically started her whole thing like that was like one of her major things for the rest of her life Wow. Yeah. Wow. She was PETA before PETA. Yeah. I think Maybe. I think she was less less gross than PETA. Because yeah. PETA is a bunch of hypocrites. Yeah. Yeah. Who's there okay. I don't endorse PETA for the record. I don't <laughs> know much about him. Okay, Just, here's the thing. Yeah. P, like PETA's stated goal I agree with. Like there shouldn't be there shouldn't be like <coughs> testing on animals for cosmetics, there shouldn't be cruelty or all this all yeah. this other stuff. But they also go a step too far, and their shelters are high-kill shelters, so yeah. they're all a goddamn bunch of hypocrites. Right, right, yeah. It's like, practice what you preach, you assholes. Right. Now, I honestly, I... 
I think I was just I'm going through my head thinking of anything that could replace, but I'm thinking if this was remade, I probably would say from when we watched Moulin Rouge, Nicole Kidman impressed me. Hmm. As a singing voice. Yeah, she has a beautiful voice. Yeah, Yeah. she did really good. And even in that respect, probably Hugh Jackman could could do Jimmy Stewart. I can't can't speak for their singing voices because I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Hugh Jackman has a terrible singing voice. Oh, he does. It's It's bad. But he like he's a pretty versatile actor to a degree. So like you know he could do Jimmy Stewart. You just know him from Wolverine. For me, he will forever always be Wolverine. It's like why is Logan pretending to be a a magician? This is right. (laughs) That was a great movie. The Prestige is a very good movie. It's a very, very good uh, movie. Is that the, the story of P.T. Barnum? Uh, no, that's, that's no, a different that's, um, The Greatest yeah. Showman. That's The Greatest Showman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which okay. is, again, a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, Prestige, true. I don't know. Is that about people yeah. who... who it's about magicians. Prestige did not actually happen. It's okay. a, a, but Tesla is in it, and Tesla's played by... Um, dance Magic Dance. Uh, Bowie? By Bowie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, David Bowie plays Tesla. Okay, now Ooh. I... What? To watch yes, uh-huh. David Bowie plays Nikola Tesla. Okay. Yes. He's not naked in this movie, is he? No. Okay, good. <laughs> He's not good. the last man on earth. No, but you're going to continually oh. think about it, though. <laughs> no, because I've seen it and it is horrifying. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's sort of a, a movie based on it. What was it, Last Man on Earth? Yeah, The Last Man on Earth. Yeah, the the last man who fan- fell to Earth. The man who fell... Yeah, the movie based on oh, his yeah, yeah. Sorry, that was the, yeah, it's the show you guys. Yeah, the uh, yeah that one. Sorry, we tortured you that one with that one, Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was when we did a we did a fan request. I never actually like fast forwarded through a movie. So I didn't know I could yeah. do that. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like what boobies? Oh uh, yeah, that just boobies, like flipped over, going. and it's <laughs> yeah, yeah the idea, it's based on a movie like a man who is an Perfect. alien yep. who is stuck on Earth, and you cast David Bowie. I'm like. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Right, this yeah. is great. So hold on, you you tortured him with that movie. Yeah. Is that why Eraserhead uh, came around? <laughs> is, is, was that the revenge? Eraserhead is an amazing film. <laughs> Fuck just, off. I don't know it's what just, you're talking it's about. It's an amazing <laughs> experience. Fuck off. It makes you think about life. Shut up. Eraserhead was revenge. Yeah. Actually, no. That one was that one was much later. It was pre revenge. What is it? All right. Fuck off. It was. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's. Uh, what is it about shavings that make it so sparkly? You know what? What is See, it? Like, what, what are we talking about? Now? I think of a different. I was looking up together. David Bowie yeah. as Tesla. <laughs> Yeah. Well, see here, you mentioned Eraserhead, and the first thing that pops into my head is this: is the Schwarzenegger movie Eraser. Yeah. Just like the whole movie's about railguns for no good reason. Just like yeah, railguns. Yeah. Oh man. And that's the entire plot: railguns. Yeah. yeah. No, you say Eraserhead, and my first reaction is Reanimator because that's yeah. mine. Uh, here's yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. should... uh, here's this episode up. So we're almost as long as the movie. Yeah. Woo! This film won an Academy Award too. Uh, it was. Best song under yep. the alternate title, whatever will be, will be K Sarah Sarah, sung by Doris Dane. That's it. Nice. Which is funny because she didn't want to sing the song at all. Yeah, mm. she, uh, she was not a fan of the song. She thought it was stupid, mm-hmm. and it turned out to be like her biggest song of her career. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. always that. Strange. Isn't it? All right, y'all. So we will wrap up Hitchcock, and that would begin Christmas month. Oh. Christmas. <laughs>
is at that time Christmas begins after you eat the turkey, and we abide by that movie theater time yes, machine. Yes, we do. Ah, humbug. Uh, yeah, so uh, we will entertain you every weekend while we're here as you're shopping, as you're trying to, if you do that still, to try to find the perfect gifts. Tune in on your catcher and show us if you made it this far. Thank you. Yeah. All right, we will catch you next month where we continue on with this, and you have yourself a good old time. Share this anywhere you can. Be good. Take care of yourself, but don't be too good. Ho, ho, ho.